Hello and welcome back to the RGB Podcast. My name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers. And it is that special time of year. It's time for our Oscar predictions. But we're changing things up a little bit. Yes, we are. Because somebody just had a little nifty idea. My brother surprised me with actual ballots for a change. He's not going to be scratching things down furiously. You know, possibly tinkering with the, uh, the results yeah, Mr. Price Waterhouse over here, Cooper, whatever. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so La La Land. Oh, it's Moonlight. <laughs> Huge mistake. <laughs> that was you, right? Yeah, that was your fault. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Uh, yeah. Okay. So everybody knows the rules, but yeah. uh, so what we're gonna do in lieu of actually saying on mic what we picked, we're gonna mark them down. We've got our ballots hidden from each other, but we're gonna talk through the categories. Yeah. So you, the listener, can play along. This is based on like my cursory uh, listening of many different film podcasts, and uh, you know, some places that talk about like the Gold Derby odds and et cetera, and just looking at what's won thus far and the general temperature based on what I'm what I'm feeling slash hoping for. So. So. One question I have up top. It's been 95 years of this. Yeah. And. The 95th. I'm wondering. Academy Awards. And maybe you know this from your history. Has Brought there to you ever, by ABC. Yes. What? Uh, American Broadcast Company. Has there ever been a lead female that was of Asian origin to win a Best Actress? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I'm not thinking, I mean, I I can think of memorable performances where people are like, this was great, but like, you know, it's like, it was a long horse. I don't, I don't know? think that's happened. Yeah. Or so much for like a, a an Asian male to be in some, some kind of supporting or lead role either, right? So I just, I, I can appreciate that part of it. it. Took us 95 years, but you know, we got there. We we figured it out. You know, I think this is the most inclusive you could say that I, I think I've seen as far as like across the board ballots go, as far as everybody being represented. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's more I mean, inclusive years than this, but still. there there's some notable uh, exemptions, yeah. which we can get into. Uh, yeah, we'll, but, we'll talk about it. Yeah. You want to just, you know, throw a dart and pick a category? I, I mean, I figured we, we, can, we could just jump around some of the lesser ones. Not, like, not that it's not less i mean some of these ones are like the workman categories i, I like call them. i like these these columns as they're kind of constructed yeah. so uh we'll say yeah column a a b or c mm-hmm. just you pick that and then i'll pick i'll pick the the number okay um i'm gonna go column c column c uh-huh i'm gonna go with number Four. We're starting with sound. For outstanding its achievement and sound. The nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, A- The Way of Water. The Batman. Elvis. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> and we'll take the ceremonial picking of the... Well, no, no we got to talk about the category. Um, obviously, um, Elvis, obviously, for the music. I mean, Top we, we're talking about why it's nominated. Well, yeah. Um, All Quiet is the only nominee that I have not seen is available on Netflix. Very good. Okay. 
very good. I mean, that was kind of the biggest surprise overall as we mm -hmm. go through these categories, but uh, a lot of representation for that Netflix film that mm -hmm. I have not watched. But, uh, yeah, curious because, you know, I don't know what people's home sound setups are. I find a nice pair of studio headphones, like, just plugged into your PS4. Mm -hmm. If the, you know, if the interface is designed for it, like, if you're watching a Blu-ray usually, or if you're watching, like, Amazon, and usually Netflix, mm -hmm. if it has, like, the surround sound built in, you usually get a pretty good effect. I have not watched that one yet, mm -hmm. notably. So, usually, I, I don't like to go in blind in terms of a pick, so I, I'm, I'm probably going to avoid that one. But you, you're saying good. I, uh, so, I, w I did watch yeah. it. I, I remember having to read this in, in school. And I remember it was one of those that was like, okay, well, this is obviously a different side. Of, I mean, one, it's World War One, And I, I feel like that doesn't get a giant representation on screen. But here it is. And it's, I mean, it's full bore. Like, it's money's there. It's not some, like... You know, there's a lot of like cheap war movies that are made, and it's a lot of CG, a lot of green screen. But this is, you know, I feel you could put it up right, up, right up there with your Saving Private Ryan's, your Pearl Harbors, your like, you know, just more accurate, whatever, whatever. Um, your nineteen, is it nineteen twelve? Yeah, nineteen seventeen, nineteen eighteen, seventeen, seventeen, nineteen seventeen. Yeah, that one, you know, I blew me away in the theaters. I get we talked about how it kind of like. Kind of fizzles out on on. Re it's an experience yeah. movie, and it's I not necessarily it. yeah, a I ride did. you can take over and over again. I mean, like uh, some other rides that are nominated this right. year. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say like, oh, you should definitely. Well, they should have put this out in theaters. Like it would have, you know, it could have made a lot of money in theaters because it's your, you know, it's your, it's a novel adaptation, you know. So there's all that going into it, but. I guess um, I was just surprised. But there's other things in here that there I feel was such like a big probably, showing for Yeah, it. no, but there's other things for sound that I definitely think. I mean, obviously, on a technical level, Avatar and Top Gun Maverick, I think, are going to be the ones that are kind of duking it out through most of these. Mm -hmm. I secretly hope that Elvis is not some sort of dark horse that comes in and, like, takes some of the split vote energy from those two. But who knows? Maybe I'm totally off base and it's all going to be all quiet. Who yeah. Knows? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go with column two, uh, B, excuse me, and you pick a number one through uh, seven. Or you can't pick the number eighth seven. one because one, yeah, one is in reserve. All right, well, let's keep with sound and let's go uh, number six. Okay, that would be original score. And we're going to go ahead and pair this up with original song. But the yeah. category opening, original score. And the nominees are... All Quiet on the Western Front. Babylon. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Everything. Everywhere. All at once. And uh, The Fablement. <laughs> By Esh Morgenstern. <laughs> By Esh Morgenstern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you just want to go and do original song it's right after that. secretly not written by Tony Kushner. It's actually as Morgan Stern. Who's uh, really Peter Falk. Yes. Back from the grave. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, not a year where I'm like, oh, that was the, like of these that I'm seeing on the list. I'm like, where was, where was the banger score, man? I mean, is Fableman's John Williams, I'm assuming. Gotta be. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Like, 
who actually did the music. I'm not sure. Me neither. And it's such a, I mean, it's not, there's so much other stuff going on in that movie that I'm like, yes, it's an element, but there's so many other, I mean, not, not to harp on it from the get go, but that's one where I'm like, why is that not in sound? Right. Incredible sound design. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what makes the distinction there. Oh, I guess the guild didn't nominate it. So, um, I guess, ba- I mean, I did really like the score in Babylon. Uh, and then once again, I haven't seen All Quiet. What What's the vibe on All Quiet? Is it kind of sparse? Um, it's like, I don't know. It's uh, not necessarily sparse, but it it's one of those where like I could see why the sound would, you would put it over sound as opposed to score because the way that the, you know, everything's all like wrapped together. I didn't, again, I didn't really notice the score at times. I was like, Oh yeah, there it, like, you can faintly get it in certain like ticks where you're supposed to hit emotional beats. But for all intents and purposes, I would have been fine with just the mise-en-scene of what was going on there just with. So again, that's why I think like you, I could see why it would be nominated for sound, but again, original score. I mean, I'm, I don't know if another one you could come up with, but definitely you could, that's probably I, the I weakest on the list for I guess I'm saying score. none none of these nominees are ones that I'm like throwing on on my Spotify. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm like I'm trying to think of what scores really were this year that like stood out for me. Do you remember a kid in my class? I like the Giacchino score for uh, the Batman. Yeah, that was, no, really, that was good. Really yeah, I w- yeah, you could replace the Batman. I think that's Giacchino, yeah. right? I'm pretty sure. Do you remember a kid in my class that graduated with named John Aldrich? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, by name, yeah. I don't know if I could pick him out of a line. Scores were his thing, man. Like he just like fucking. He didn't care about soundtracks. He just bought the score to like every movie. Yeah. If he heard us talking about a movie or he asked about a movie, like you could bet the kid went home and got the score somehow. So props to him, man. I don't know what Hell that kid's yeah. doing these days, but I don't know. Yeah. Let us know if you're listening somehow. Yeah. Uh, let's transition right into original song, and the nominees are. Oh, I'm, I'm kicking you, it off? You, yeah, okay. go ahead. I right. kicked the last one. Oh, short thing. Okay. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Hold my hand. Uh, by uh, From Top Gun. It's not that one, though. It's not the Hootie and the Blowfish one. It's from Top it's, Gun. Uh, Lady Gaga, I believe. Yes. Uh, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. No. Not two, not two from not R- two, not two not from R R R. I don't know what R R is. That is the um, Tollywood film that everybody oh. was very disappointed is not nominated for best foreign language and also did not sneak in to best picture. So this is its lone nomination that is available on Netflix. I have not watched it. It is a three and a half hour uh, action comedy oh. spectacular, and I heard it's amazing. So. Do they give it the love for the song? Oh, good. Do the last, do the last one. Uh, this is a life from everything, everywhere, all at once. That is Mr. David Byrne from the Talking Heads. Yeah. Uh, which I don't believe he's. I don't believe he's won an Academy Award, and you know he would be on his way to like EGOT status, I believe. Yeah. If he takes it, so there's that storyline just to give you context. Yeah, yeah. But but I wonder if I they like give your, it to the other one I like because your of the dark horse of like you know with RRR. Yeah, if that everybody's mad that they don't get nominated, give it to them for the one thing they get nominated with. So, all right, uh, your turn. Pick a column, column A, B, or C. 
B. Okay. Uh, let's get spicy. Number four. Okay. If you're following along at home, this is the ABC.com Oscars 95 play along ballot. Column B will be the column it starts with. This is kind of, I mean, we could have made this some weird form of yeah. Jeopardy, but, yeah. you know, it's a, we're trying to keep it random. What's the category? What what, you, what number did you say? <laughs> I know this is very confusing. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Maybe it's we fine. can, we can speak no, this fine. up. What's, what's the number? International feature film. I wanted to hit a big the one. The nominees for international feature film are All Quiet on the Western Front. Argentina, 1985. Close. Yo. Donkey, <laughs> the quiet girl. <laughs> she's uh, really mousy, and no one knows what okay. she's all about. What she's thinking. We we can breeze right over this. Oh, all quiet on the rest. <laughs> I was going to Cha-ching. say. Uh, Although Argentina, nineteen eighty five, I feel like the trailer I watched. I, I you could see it from that, but yeah, that is available on Amazon Prime. It, it sure is. And I believe EO <clears throat> is exclusively streaming on Mubi. And uh, that's all I got for you. And All Quiet's on Netflix. We already said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any of these, but it seems pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. The movie that's nominated everywhere, including Best uh, Feature, is, I mean, it's a given at this point. If the if an international feature is nominated in both categories, this, and it makes the crossover to Best Picture, it's going to win. Mm-hmm. It's a foregone conclusion. I will say some notable... Uh, exemptions here i mean the biggest one is decision to leave from park chan wook which was my number four favorite film of last year mm-hmm. and is absolutely incredible actually my number five excuse me but and see this is this is the thing that bugs me what's that the number one the one we're not allowed to talk about right now there are two four six eight there are ten nominations there's no more other nominations on the rest of these for anything else. Is that a thing just best picture gets up to 10 or do all these categories get up to 10? They just don't choose up to 10 because they don't care enough. Or is this like the top five or six based off of like early vote? I don't, I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, agreed because essentially you can look at what's nominated for best picture and basically then immediately go and look at its relative number of nominations. But specifically you want to go look at what's up for best director. Right. Those are the five movies that are actually in competition. Right. Like the idea that something would win and not have a best director nomination is insane. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think it's pretty unprecedented, but they've also gotten into the habit of splitting you know, best director doesn't necessarily get the best picture. Right. It doesn't always happen that way. Well, it's not the whole, you know, it's like you do the best with whatever whatever movie you get. I mean, sometimes you make... Exactly. Sometimes so, you make Crash. Sometimes you make Titanic. I mean, it just depends on... Sometimes what, you're... I, I, can we, I don't know if we can say convicted rapist yet, but I don't know. Is that... Paul Haggis. <laughs> oh, it's rough. Yeah, It's rough. Go take a go take a Wikipedia deep dive sometime. You know, somewhere Joe Carnahan's like, "Uh huh, see, <laughs> you fuckers are worried about the wrong goddamn guy." Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, well, how about from now on, instead of doing the category thing, you just have to say what category in your in your Oscar voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You the just nominees get to pick are. The, you just yeah. get to pick the next. Yeah. One. Yeah. That's fine. Go ahead. Oh me. Sure. The nominees for animated short film are. 
Oh, now I have to. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I boom, got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's try it again. <clears throat> we, we will figure yeah. this out. Les nominees de animated de short film. No, I'm sorry. Animated short film. The nominees are The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. The Flying Sailor. Ice Merchants. My Year of Dicks. An ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. <laughs> I'm picking that one just on category, just on the name alone. But I will tell you, I did have a tough year with dicks. <laughs> Let's go ahead and knock out. We'll go right down to live action, live short. action short film. And the nominees are... An Irish Goodbye. Evalu. Le, pu- Le Pupil. Night Ride. Sered Suitcase. <laughs> I don't mean anything by the name, like how I pronounce these things. It's just a fun way to like... Pick, these like, are always blind picks for us. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I will say, uh, Sunshine Mayfield makes a habit of watching as many of the nominees as he possibly can across all of the categories. But specifically, he always does the short films uh, every year. So if you follow him uh, at Mr. Underscore... Sh- or it's, excuse me, it's... You would be interesting. It's Mayfield J.A., excuse me, on Instagram, which is where you can see his recent ratings of all of these, and he probably has a better feel for the category. So Since yeah, since everything's out. going streaming, what if the Academy of Arts and Sciences had their own streaming thing, and, like, they only had the rights to, like, things that had won? Like, obviously, they could share rights, but, like, they pay, they're paying for things that won, right? So those are always available under the Academy Awards thing. But then every year, this is how you can see them a week before. Like, yes, they've been in theaters. Some are still in theater runs. But you, you, the studio, have to agree to license these on digital for the Academy of Arts and Sciences to let you, you know, for them to stream it. So then maybe there's not such a big push by studios to be like, here's $100 million dollars vote for my movie, you know, cause there's a huge campaign about around nominations. It would be more f- fueled by like, I feel like more people actually paying attention as opposed to like, who do they want to push to the front? And you know, everybody will pay $9 for the month of February and March. And then they'll turn it off and turn it back on next year. You know, and I just hope they keep, they catch a couple people who have it on auto pay. Just forget about it. <laughs> Same way planet fitness does. Okay. So do you want me to just pick the next category? Is that what we're doing? Uh, sure. Okay. The nominees for achievement in film editing are... The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Ta. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> New rule. You have to say Top Gun Maverick every time it's nominated. I mean, to me, there's one clear winner yes. here. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'm very scared that they'll make some stupid, not obvious decision. Uh, but yeah, there's one clear winner. I mean, everything, everywhere, all at once. It's just... It, yeah. The movie is made in the editing. Mm-hmm. The whole vibe is the editing. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so don't don't be a dummy. Like, pick that one. Yeah. Uh, if I had to pick a second, I mean, Top Gun Maverick's right there. Oh, yeah. Incredi- incredible on all the technical fronts. But mm-hmm. uh, 
He's in the plane. He's flying the goddamn plane That's himself. What I'm saying, and if we're but if we're if we're building towards the kind of night I hope it's gonna have. This is this is a key category where I'm like everything everywhere should logically win here. If it doesn't, that's where I start to get a little nervous. Right. Is what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. just it's just one of those categories. But yeah, good crop this year mm-hmm. as far as what's up. Uh, Banshees being nominated is interesting. Mm-hmm. Is interesting. Not a flashily edited. Right. Movie, it's not. Yeah. But, it's, uh, it, but it, the pacing and like all that. And the, it's a different. Yeah. You know, it's a different. It's different. Same, I mean, same, type. same thing with Tar, which is a a slow, yeah. brooding build of a movie. So, uh, yes. Okay. Let's go ahead and do. Uh, let's let's do, let's do the docs. Let's hit the docs. The nominees for documentary feature feature film are All That Breathes, All the Beauty, and the Bloodshed. Sorry for the delay. My computer was in sleep mode. That's not the name <laughs> of the feature film. What it was though. Uh, it is in fact Fire of Love. A house made of splinters? I don't you don't know how to put it. I was trying to get I was trying to put a Russian on it. Nevolny. Nevolny. The traitor Nevolny who speaks out against In Soviet Russia we say Navalny. In Soviet Russia we say traitor pig dog. (laughs) Hang him. We say psycho yeah. Psycho shit. I was got I was like I know nothing about the man. I know vaguely the story, but Yes, uh, I'll say to you, uh, Fire of Love is available on Disney+. Plus. Uh, All That Breathes, I believe, is on HBO Max. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed is the one I've heard the most about mm-hmm. coming out of the festival circuit, and I don't believe it's available anywhere to easily check out. Uh, Navalny, I think, is also on HBO Max. Yeah, it is. And House Made of Splinters... Uh, is the one that I know kind of nothing about. It's a documentary about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. House of Splinters. Made of Splinters. It's a Teenage Mutant TMNT dog. Don't worry. It's probably going to rack up. Don't worry. That's my Dark Horse candidate. Fire of Love sounds pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, it's about like a man and a woman who both loved researching volcanoes and basically like made it their life together and they spend most of their time like just chilling out near active volcanoes. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a grizzly man thing. And then they died in a volcano. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they're still doing Hopefully it. They probably not. will eventually yeah. die doing it. But, uh, yeah. Okay, and uh, the nominees for documentary short film are... The Elephant Whispers. Hall Out. How do you measure a year? The Martha Mitchell Effect. Stranger at the Gate. Once again, blind, blind, blind picks. fucking I, I blind. Know nothing. Uh, I can't even ab cap this because, like, I, I don't even it. know if there's like a cool title. You know what I mean? I mean, Stranger at the Gate seems kind of neat. Sounds very you know, like a billion movies could be called. That. Yeah, like it's, Enemy at the Gate, Stranger yeah. at the Gate. All right, all right. Yep. Just, uh, <clears throat> just going blind here. Yeah. Okay. We do not recommend you do this for any government 
or uh, <laughs> presidential race yeah. election. Of Make sure sport. you don't uh, do this when you're doing your taxes either. Where it's just like <laughs> that looks right. Um, yeah, one of five options. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine if your taxes is multiple choice? <laughs> Yes. Choose the one that best applies to you. To what degree? <laughs> Does this, on a scale of one to ten, they all just say, "How sure you are you about this information?" They just say, "If you if you scored less than a hundred, standard deduction. <laughs> Over a hundred, let's talk." <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> the nominees for visual effects are. All quiet on the ve- on the western front. Avatar, <laughs> the way of water. The Batman. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I've yeah, I hope we made it to where I haven't yet to be able to say that, because it's gonna be funny if I ever get to. I tell you that much. So here's what encompasses the visual effects. I guess is my question, because I, I like obviously all of these movies. I don't, I don't mean to be mean. All of these movies save Wakanda Forever. Pretty incredible to look at, and Wakanda Forever has incredible sequences in it. But some of the um, digital imagery, maybe not as well integrated. I think but that's, what, the, that's, that's what I'm saying that's is visual effects like encompassing everything now in the same right. way that sound we used to have mixing and editing and right. now it's just one thing. I but think visual effects is I think it's one of those words like can you tell like if you can't tell you're golden but if you can tell maybe you don't get as much notice because I mean honestly. We know Av- Avatar's on there because it's Avatar. We know it's not real. We know it's a whole made-up thing. But it's, but we also know he shot a shit ton of it underwater. So we have to, like... I mean, you kind of got to put him on the list. But, like, with the Batman, I, you know, what maybe, like... I could think of, like, the, the car chase scene. A couple digital shots there, maybe. The water coming in at the end, maybe. But for the most part, if there's... A, if there's a heavy effect shot in it, I don't notice it. And that's what I appreciate. It's like, did you ever watch the, it's on uh, HB, not HB, it's on Disney Plus, but the whole like uh, seven, eight part doc about um, ILM and how like once they figured out how to do, you know, the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, how they just seamlessly tried to like integrate it to where like you could not tell the difference between what you were watching, you thought it looked like it had been shot on celluloid. That was their goal was like, you can't to not see, you know, the man holding the string, you know what I mean? And so I think when you get to that level, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a couple things in Top Gun that are digital, but for the most part, I feel it. And I see it when it's like, okay, they're, you know, there's camera, there's, you know, screens inside those cockpits or no, no, no. They're actually shooting out of the cockpit into what you would normally see, you know, it's when it gets integrated like that. I think that's when you start to get, you know, kind of push a forward amongst other things. So yes. Anyway, let's stay in the visual medium. The nominees for best cinematography are. Oh, quiet on the Western front. Bardo false chronicle of a handful of truths. Elvis. Empire of Light. 
Utah. Okay. <laughs> so, I haven't seen Empire of Light. It is on HBO Max if anybody wants to check it, checks it out. Checks it out, uh, bro. Checks it out. I just, you know... I didn't hear good things, and Sam Mendes is one of those where it's just like, if he's going to miss, he, he's going to miss pretty big for me. What is like, it even about? Um, It's like hit, I guess vaguely it's his, like, I love movies too. Here's my like love letter to film yeah. in the year that a bunch of people are doing that as well. But kind of not. Olivia Coleman's the lead in it. Um, I just, anyways. But it's shot by, by you know, the Deke. Deacons. I mean, so that's why it's nominated. Yeah. But notably, I'm like, why the fuck is everything everywhere all at once not in not in cinematography? Like what what are we doing here? Yeah. And and the, and also, where the fuck is Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. And obviously like Bardo, I think that's Chivo, or maybe no, it's not Chivo. That's his usual guy, but I think it's Darius Kanji. Who is incredible, and I do love. I don't even know what that is. Bardo is uh, in your E2's latest one. The guy who did uh, Birdman and The Revenant. Oh, that so, guy. Oh, wh- it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's all one shot? No. Oh, no, I don't care. I mean, neither was Birdman. But... It felt like it was, though. He, I mean, yeah, but... Yeah, well, I know it wasn't. It's no 1917. What okay, can I say? I'm, just, I'm just saying. I So, it's, it's a weird one where I'm like, I, I don't know. Are they going to go for flash? Or are they going to go for depth? Are they, you know, are they just going to hand it to a name? Because I, this, I don't know. This is a category I, I don't feel great about uh, this year in terms of the nominees. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be a whole other. Like, again, I, I think if I'm picking some of the more visually compelling movies, uh, like Eternal Daughter should be up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Batman should be up here. Yeah. Um, trying to think of other visually stuff i mean fucking not represented anywhere on here but like i think the northman has more compelling cinematography more dynamic cinematography you talk about the fucking volcano fight at the end like production design at least if you're not gonna do um yeah i I think they're really really strange group of nominees this year but again that's the like you know the cinema cinematography guild or whatever you know right this that's is why who I have they a this is who they narrowed weird. it down to you know yeah that's why i have a weird thing about the directing when we get there okay um let's see we can round that we can finish this off <clears throat> the nominees for animated feature film are guillermo del toro's pinocchio Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Boots and Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast. Turning Red. <laughs> Have you seen any of these, Gab? Nope. Not a one. Not a Nary one. Nary a one. Nope. And if you know my affinity for our Lord and Savior Cthulhu, Noah, you know exactly which one I'm picking in this. Oh, the CBs? Yes. I heard it was good. And uh, it's your bo- it's your boy, I think. Who? Jerry Butler. I got a lot. I think. I got a lot of boys. I think it's I got Jerry Butler. Okay. I think it's Jerry Butler doing the voice. We're going to talk about Jerry I Butler. I could be wrong soon. on that. I don't know. Don't worry. We're going to have a long discussion about Jerry Butler soon. <clears throat> oh, we are? Oh, yeah. In the next thing we're doing. 
with the game thing. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you planning on something you didn't tell me about? Yeah. Uh, Duke's called, and him and Jerry are in town, and they'd like to get together. Okay. <laughs> so, I've only seen one of these, which is available on Netflix, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yes. It's stop motion. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's a passion project. I think I it's. It. I think it's going to take it. To it. I think it's going to take it. But you can also watch the CB on Netflix. I think Puss in Boots still in theaters, but I think it's already like rentable. Uh, and I hear it's like the best of the entire Shrek really? franchise. Like, yeah, people are actually really, really hot on it. Hmm. Um, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I remember. I mean, I've seen the YouTube shorts and stuff mm. from over the years, but I just I missed the movie when it came out. I have not corrected that. And Turning Red is on Disney Plus. That's yeah. one. That's the lone Pixar nominee this year. So. uh a nice varied field. Uh, it would have been cool to see Wendell and Wild make it on here. Henry yeah. Selleck's latest one. But, uh, you know, it's a good year for, for animation, I think, from what I'm seeing here. I need to catch up with a lot of these. What do you want to do next? We can uh, I say we uh, jump costume, hair, makeup. We finish with production. We hit the writing, and then we get to the meat and potatoes of why we're actually here. All right. Costume design. The nominees are... Babylon. Babylon. Sorry. Black Panther Wakanda forever. Uh, Elvis. I'm not going to say it like Elvis anymore. Everywhere, everywhere, all every. Oh, fucking shit. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Miss Harris goes to Paris. Mrs. Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Get it right, Miss. Dude. Hey, I'm not gonna Don't judge. misidentify Mrs. Harris. Okay? She could lit- she could be on the run and doesn't want people to know that her husband doesn't want her husband to know where she's going. So it could just be Miss Harris. We don't know these things. I didn't see it. Me neither. I didn't catch that one. Me uh, neither. Costume design. You know the instinct is you know what's what's the oldest? What's the most period driven? Babylon. Well, I what, when is Mrs. Harris going to Paris though? Like what? What era of? Didn't see it. Is it like Paris high fashion? You know, is it a fashion movie? Is that what it is? Is it one of them fashion pictures? Let one me ask them, you. One of them. While we're on this, I need to ask you: Did you listen to Mark Maron and Tim Blake Nelson? Of course, I listened to it day Maybe one. You were fucking great in that wheelchair picture. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard out loud in my own car with nobody around me. It was amazing. Sorry, what was that in reference to? He talks, Tim Blake Nelson's talking about how, like, on the set of Lincoln, how Holbrook shows up to, like, talk to Daniel Day-Lewis, <laughs> and Spielberg jumps in and's like, oh, the president would he like you to... Is the a dr- wheelchair picture, though? He says... No, what is he? no, he says, he says, Mr. Lincoln would like you to, you know, address every member of the cabinet by their real titles, like, trying to politely be like, he's in character, don't fuck with him, and how Holbrook's like, I got it, but you were fucking great in that wheelchair picture, like, my left foot... I get, yes, so, yeah. I couldn't remember him calling it a wheelchair picture. I thought yeah. it was another punchline. Sorry. Yeah. I remember the moment, though. Okay, I'm sorry. I was so curious. I'm sure our listeners are as well. A widowed cleaning lady. She has no husband. She could be In Miss. 1950s London Falls, oh my madly in love with a couture Dior dress and decides that she must have one of her own. <sighs> the right. whole movie's about... The dress. That's why I was like, dude, no, we got. I mean, look at look at this cover. This just looks like. I mean, come on. 
It's the only nomination here for it. It's probably the smart play. I'm just... You know, if we got good at this with I'm football, just, we could actually turn this into... Maybe, but did, maybe but like did anybody... But the other thing is, did anybody watch it? Probably not. Just because the Guild nominated... You know, but that's what I'm saying. So people are... You know, but if the Guild's nominating, means to think that about. People, people in the industry are watching. All right, so let's jump to hair and makeup. And the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, The Whale. Mm. They really gonna give him an? Like, they gonna give those fat suit people an award? I don't know. Is that what we're doing here? Eh? Eh? <laughs> Is that uh, what we're doing? I don't know. I think you give it to Robert Pattinson just for the Bruce Wayne look alone. Well, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, you never do remember a... there was a gentleman named Colin Farrell who most people did not right, know too. was in the right. movie. <laughs> I'm right. saying you give it to him just for this that is alone. A good, this alone is a good. This is a good. This is a good year, though. Normally, there's like makeup and hairstyling. It's like sometimes there's like three nominees, and you're like, oh, that one. Yeah, <laughs> the one where they made Christian Bale look like Dick Cheney. Okay. Right, like. You know, uh, I mean, the one where they made Sam. I'm just saying, man. Like they made Sam look like George W. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. This is uh, this is a tough one, man. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it could really go. I mean, you direction. think you think of like it's Baz, so you think Elvis, and you're like, that's always that's you're crazy wild. Some of the I mean, Tom Hanks, you know. Tom, Tom Hanks looks like garbage. Exactly. <laughs> like garbage. Took a lot of work to make him look like garbage, I'm sure. But then you got the design and the hairstyle, the makeup of Austin Butler. Um, but then again, you know, everything about All Quiet on the Western Front is like, okay, well, it's here for that too. So it's obvious a lot of people liked it. Maybe it's just Netflix paying as much as they can to be the one that gets another movie to win an Oscar because they're real mad that Coda won over them. I And I'm like, guys, yeah, you thought you were going to do it. I, all of their other Oscar plays like fell flat on their mm-hmm. face this well, year this for just the most proves part. That, I mean, this, it's crazy. This, if I'm not, That's why I was shocked that it like snuck in at the end here. But, right. That's what I'm... It's, it's uh-huh. going to your, your, your point you made a couple of... Uh, I don't know how... I don't know how many episodes ago it was but you basically like dropped the you burst everybody's bubble um about netflix is basically just like we don't give a shit about you and your favorite show we're gonna like just you know we're gonna be focused on international release like we could really care less about how you feel you know what i mean absolutely and so okay yeah it just proves the point because if i'm not mistaken okay yeah this is all this is not the grammys but it's starting to feel like it's a german film it's crazy. I, I know it's a German. Yeah, I'm just I mean, it serves your point as I'm saying you're right. They can like, make movies too, Gavin. They 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 were our biggest they're, friends. Even Gavin, in, they're in the allowed war. to. They invented German expressionism. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're responsible. For it. I don't know if I'm allowed to like German expressionism. <laughs> except but the in first Halloween. thing they teach you. Yeah, that's you true. skip that class. Okay, seriously, let's knock this out. Okay, we got one more lone... Production uh, design? Production design. 
And the nominees for production design are... Oh, quiet on the fucking Western Front once again. Sorry. Avatar! The Way of Water. <laughs> Babylon. Motherfucking Elvis. La Fabamans. <laughs> Le Mans de Feba. La Fabamans. <laughs> La Fabamans. <laughs> or Why I Love to Start Making Movies and I Do Love... The 24 Frames of Love. I, I, I Invitation. How I became <laughs> how I became the greatest director of all time with very little struggle or strife. Um how I, I met was John great Ford from one the time. very fucking get go. How I just innately like just killed it. Just went out there and just <laughs> fucking killed it. He's, there's just there's no dramatic tension. It's just like a uh, kid really liked movies, innately knew what to do, and then did it. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> why don't Great we? Job. Why don't we make it? But we 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 do a shot for shot remake. But instead of back then, it's now, and it's literally a kid watching like YouTube or like a Netflix movie, and it's like, I think I'm gonna do it, and then it, it turns into be like you know, like the greatest director of all time. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, let's talk about them writers. Let's go ahead, Jack. Back. Fucking writers, they always. Good. You want to go original or adapted? Everybody should, everybody should goddamn writer at Starbucks with their laptops trying to get famous. Uh, the nominees for adapted screenplay are... All, I'm so sick. Uh, it's like how people felt about The Return of the King. So sick of saying it. All Quiet on the Western Front. You're just making sure you haven't seen it. I am. Zikla- Maybe I would be excited about mm-hmm. it being up for this much stuff. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. <laughs> Living. Top Gun Maverick. Okay, I was going to say, finally, finally you. Yes. Said. And Brendan Riley's worst nightmare. <laughs> Women talking. Yikes. Sheesh. Where uh, is it adapted from? Like, I don't get where you would adapt Top Gun from. Was it a... That is the rule now with any sequel. Uh, that is why be... Knives Out. It's like he's writing another original screenplay, but because the Benoit Blanc character Already exists. exists. Okay, that makes sense. It is technically adapted from a previous. the The rules are weird, but that is that's why that's. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get, like all quite on Western Front. It was a goddamn book. All right, that's fine. I don't, I don't know if Women Talking was a book or not, but I, that makes sense now. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yes, Women Talking was a book. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, they shut up long enough to write a book, Jesus! But that was, I should, that was not a joke I was planning to make or wanting to make. So that's why I just said it off the cuff, and I don't mean it. Please send all your hate mail to the E at gmail.com. Original screenplay. The nominees are... The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And the Fablemanch. Tar. Triangle of Sadness. <laughs> First time we've said it. Um... You, you seem pretty confident and quick on that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. But you're not going to tell me. No, I can't tell you. I mean, all these deserve it. I mean, you got a Mark McDonough original. It's a pairing of two guys that people loved, which for a movie I've never seen. Re- back at it again. You got two kids 
just throwing everything they can at the fucking wall and seeing what sticks. And goddamn, is it one of the best movies I've seen in the past 10 years? You got Spielberg reminiscing on just how fucking great he was from the get-go, like we were saying. Just like, hey, my name's Steve. I make movies. Bam. Dick on the table. I mean, what's not to like? You got Tar? I mean... That dude needs to be making, I know he, I don't know if he wrote it, but like the dude who made it, he needs to be making more shit, but also don't make more shit. Like do your thing. Take 10 years. Just make a couple more before you die. Did you watch it on Peacock? I did watch it on Peacock. Yeah. Pretty good. It's time to do the Zara episode. Yeah. Because I just rewatched it. Okay. Just got it on. And I have no idea what the hell Triangle of Sadness is about. Uh, It's a Eat the Rich movie from Ruben Ostlin. Okay. I kind of thought it was like about like the golden triangle, like the. You know, the no, it's thing. a it's a satirical dark comedy, with lots of. Uh, you can't even be rich these days. Lots Jeez. of. <laughs> lots of body, uh, bodily humor. A lot of, a lot of shitting and throwing up on a sailboat. A lot of gross stuff. Well, this party really died. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, we're we're getting there. <clears throat> the nominees Let's... for actress in a supporting role are the Queen, Angela Bassett, Black oh, Panther. Don't want chat. Don't want chat. Don't want chat. Don't want chat. Um, how do we pronounce this name? Hong Chow. Yeah, Hong Chow for the whale. Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. <sighs> the one and the only. Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. Everything. Everywhere. All at once. Miss Stephanie Sue. Also from everything. Everywhere. All at once. We did talk about the SAGs in advance. Uh, and then notably, I mean, the BAFTAs are going to BAFTA. But uh, Carrie Condon, who I did love in Banshees, uh, took it over there. Oh, well, I'm sure. But uh, I haven't seen The Whale. Still have not watched I it. I need to. I need to watch it before the broadcast, at least. But uh, I feel pretty confident in my pick here, even though I could end up being wrong. We'll come back to this. Very interesting category. Very interesting category. Ha- very happy to see um, <clears throat> Stephanie Sue also get the nomination, because mm-hmm. in a lot of the precursors, some of them were just doing Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's like... It's kind of cool that they're literally all four leads, or all four principal characters oh, in yeah, that movie yeah. are all nominated. <laughs> what? I can't, anytime I think of her, I just think about fucking hot dog fingers. It's just so fucking stupid. But it's the funny, it's the hardest I've ever laughed. I like, I laugh my hardest in it. I'll have to get you some hot dog fingers. When she just comes in and she's playing the piano with her toes because she can't play it with hot dog fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. Movie magic, man. Yeah, man. Movie magic. All right. The nominees for Best Actor in a Supporting Role are... Mr. Brendan Gleeson, the band she's of Sheeran. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. And Jed Hirsch, the, the Fableman. <laughs> I still don't know if we've totally nailed down how we're saying this. Barry Keegan? Kyung? 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 Barry Kyun? Kyun? For the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Kihu Kwan? Everything. Everywhere. I've never... All at once. Felt more confident about a pick 
maybe in all three, four years of doing this, uh-huh. uh, if he doesn't, if it doesn't happen, we're done. We shut down the network, the site, everything. We're done. You shake on it? Yeah. With our left hands? You're left-handed, so it means more to you. <laughs> I'm not. If he doesn't win, we shut it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we shut it all down. <laughs> I'm we gonna close tell the door. The, we I'll, close the door. We turn the light off. We never go back in. I'll, I'll tell the bending, not breaking boys. I'm like, guys, sorry. I know it's your final season. We're done. We're done. <laughs> like, uh, you, know, you know how uh, Fox just kind of like shuts off shows halfway through the season? Yeah. You guys just got foxed. We're yeah, done. It's over. Pulling the plug. You can buy me out or you can just go home and cry. I don't you care. Want your episodes? You want your episodes? We can talk about it. Yeah. But I'm done. I'm, I'm done. fucking done. <laughs> now, now, listen. When we come back and he does, you need to go into the show goes on. <laughs> I'm nothing. <laughs> no, that's what I would do if inevitably, like, if the worst comes to worst, he he didn't actually win. Then I would have to be like, you know what? You know what? I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the nominees for actress in a leading role. Kate Blanchett. Tar. Anna de Armas. Blonde. Andrea Riseborough. To Leslie. Yeah, Michelle Williams. The Fableman. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I've never been so conflicted in my life with this. I, I tell I me just, about uh, it. I mean, we're talking about two. I mean, fucking uh, three powerhouse performances, as far as I'm concerned. Did you see two, Leslie? No, I did not. Oh my god, dude! When did you watch it? What's it on? I rented it on Prime. Yeah, you didn't tell me. Well, I didn't rent it on. I'm renting rent it under Bex's account at her oh. house. Yeah, it was good. Oh my God! Yes, and we do love Andrea Riseborough. I mean, I, I and I do love Mark Maron, and they're both in a that, movie. Have you seen Sword of Trust yet? I need to watch it. I, 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 I brought it up so many times. I need man. to watch it, yeah. watch especially it. with how much he talked about in the last special. I definitely gotta watch. Just it. go watch it. Okay. Um, We're all but yeah, okay. So, uh, and you know the controversy over the Andrea Riseborough thing. Uh, obviously, I think that slightly hurts her chances overall. But whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I feel like I think we're. I mean, she can I think hold we're down to two here, and I mean, really. I mean, you've seen Tar now. It's it's fucking. I mean, it's to, it's it, what yeah. Else, what else did you? Uh, what else do we expect? I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Like, that's uh, yeah. It's like okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. G- great, impeccable, like technically perfect. Yeah. Great. Academy Award written all over it. But I'm sitting here and I'm going, but the kid in you that loves movies. The and the again, I talked about it. The way I I can't believe how emotional I got just watching like Michelle Yo become Michelle Yo again. Yes. And I was just like Gah! And so I I you know, we're not talking we're not well, telling and, each other, but I'm going with I'm going with right. my heart instead of my it, head yeah. and I and I think well, maybe some other that, people will. And too. that's the thing. I we don't also, have a baked in like childhood like thing for Kate Blanchett. You know, you could argue maybe a little bit with like the Lord of Rings, but we I don't mean, have that yeah. with like fucking Super Cop, fucking Tomorrow Never Dies. Just, just rewatched Super Tom- Cop yes. like two nights ago. Yeah. I got that eight pack that you gave me. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Like yeah, there's so much baked into that that you're just and, like 
that's why I'm saying I'm so torn because it's like there's at least I would say at least I here's the thing blonde or and the, in the and in some movement. of her okay so in some of her precursor wins Kate Blanchett literally was like talking in her acceptance speech about how great Andrew Riseborough was for instance Kate Blanchett's already won twice and you're just kind of like she has the energy of like I don't need it for this like you know I did no this in my deal. sleep I don't care so I'm like yeah in that case. Like, maybe there is a shot. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not as, like, sewn up as we thought it was. I hope so. We shall see. I'm surprised there wasn't, like, a late, like, you know, release December 31st. Why did we do that? What? Why did we do, why did we do, why didn't we save actress till second to last? I meant to do that. I thought we were going to read if they do it. They do actor, then they do director, then they do picture, right? Or just picture. They, sometimes they flip the genders or whatever. I feel like this year they will, like, they will make that actress the second to last award i hope so i think you'll get directing before that because i think they know that's going to be a big moment either way they do directing do your supporting do your actor actress best picture well supporting is usually like way earlier in the evening See, I thought they, they usually should... do like one day they play around with the order every year so yeah. it could be totally different who mm-hmm. knows okay but yeah okay so best actor in a leading role oh awesome brother Elvis, Mama, Mama, I'm nominated for an Oscar, Mama, Mama, we did it. <laughs> it's Colin Farrell. Mama, we made it. <laughs> Aye, it's Colin Farrell for the Banshees of Inner Sheard. Mama, I'm up against Colin Farrell, and uh, I'm also up against Brendan uh, Fraser for the, for the oil, Mama. You see that one? They put him in a fat suit, Mama. I they put they put me in a fat suit too, but uh, you know I'm. That was my own fat suit, one of my own creation. I, I didn't, I didn't actually. You one know, for the fried. I didn't actually go go full method, even though I've been trapped in this voice forever. I, I couldn't bother to fucking put on the goddamn weight. Uh, so keep that in mind when you vote for me, people. Uh, they did, uh, they did in fact slap some makeup on me because uh, I couldn't be bothered to uh, mess up this perfect physique. Uh, you know, I so, wanted to be the king, but I, I don't want to. Because I don't want to be. The kind, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) With my fried peanut butter sandwiches and and my my, my opioids and my crazy guns and... and, 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 uh. There's two things you got to know about me, man. First one, I'm the king. The second one is, look out, man. man. (laughs) It's karate, man. Only two kinds of people know it. The king and the Chinese. (laughs) Uh, Paul Mescal is also nominated for after. Excuse me, uh, excuse me, Mama. Uh, Mama, I almost forgot. Uh, I did. I I only thought it was appropriate to list my biggest competition, <laughs> Mr. Colin Farrell and uh, Mr. Brendan Fraser. Literally, my biggest competition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, uh, but yeah, this is a uh, young Irishman, Mr. Paul Mescal. If I have the song, I hear it's good. I don't know. I ain't never seen it. Uh, and. Uh, and finally, Mr. Mr. Bill Knightley. Mr. Excuse me. Hold on, Mama. Oh, Mama, this one's tricky. Mama, hold Mama, I'm so sorry. Hold on, Mama. Mama, I think. Bill Nighy. Nighy. For living. Yeah, that's the last one. But, uh, oh but Mama, I tell God. you the truth. I tell you the truth. I like some of these other boys. They they good, but uh, 
but mama, I sure would love to win that aca- that damn Academy Award. I would, I certainly would. Get that gold man up on the mantelpiece. Make you proud of me, mama. Mama, I get you that Oscar. Mama, I'm gonna, uh, mama, I'm gonna get you that Oscar. Nah, her name was something dumber than that. Tex. Yeah, Tex, that was it, yeah. <laughs> why why don't you voice why don't you do voiceover work? That was fucking gold. The over I fucking turned my mic down. I didn't want to be picked I'm, up. I'm just trying to uh, you know, illustrate that it ain't that fucking hard to fucking do a voice for just a little bit of time, you know. Call me Baz if you need to need somebody for the sequel. <laughs> Cause it didn't really die, man. You see what I'm saying? It went down to a retirement home. He's wanna... working with JFK right now. They getting that bubble tip. <laughs> and of course, I want to ask you the question that's on everyone's mind: How is Elvis? And have you seen him lately? <laughs> that's my worst Larry King impression. I'm sorry. How is Elvis? And have you seen him lately? <laughs> I did watch Afterlife. After Sun. No, after Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, of course. Duh. What other Afterlife would I be talking about? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Fucking, I know you gave me shit about nostalgia, but I loved it, man. I cried at the end. Not really. I didn't cry. I was just sad that they had to have Ghost Egon. It's like you couldn't get it together before Hal Ramos died. Come on. No, they could. They couldn't do it. Okay, we, we've got to wrap this up. we got two okay. categories left. The, the nominees, nominees for Best Directing are Achievement in Directing. Excuse weird me. that they don't have their names. To yeah. be honest, it is kind of weird. Uh, but we do know them. Uh, it's not about the person, no. For the Banshees, movie. For the Banshees, Vanishier, and Mr. Martin McDonough. Everything, everywhere, all at once is the one thing I was wondering. The DGA puts these out. How are they allowed? Is it just because they're the Daniels? Because famously, if it's you... It's just Daniels, by the way. There's Daniels. no the at the front of the title. Oh, yeah, the Daniels. So it's just Daniels. That's what That's what it goes by? Because famously, our boy isn't in the DGA because he let Quentin Tarantino direct a scene. I think... So I don't know if they've, like, amended that rule I think or what. I think pairs have been amended because of two very important brothers. Yeah. Their names are Joel and Ethan. I literally think that's what it is. I'm I know one of them's a complete hack. <laughs> His brother told everyone. You should read it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, right? No, I don't. What are I you gave you that thing. There's a whole, like, I think Joel did a whole write up on how, like, his brother's been, like, sucking on his teeth the entire time. He's been a hack. Just, he's been pulling him along his entire career. Oh. He hasn't done anything with Joel note. wrote this? Because that seems like something that Ethan or maybe, would write about I don't, Joel the I don't other way around. I don't, yeah. I Ethan's don't the funnier one. Uh, maybe the that's more dry it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It was, it came out the around the time, last time they did the. It was after Buster Scruggs went out. Yeah, I just I was curious because I I, I, I I noticed that and I was I, like, yeah, I don't know what the rule is on pairs now. Yeah. I'm trying to think the last time there was a duo nominated outside of them. Yeah, that's what, it's got to be a first. That's why I had the hope for it because you know I I appreciate everybody else on this list. We can keep going. Um, obviously, we know who wrote who directed uh, the Fablemange. Um, the second thing that tears me on this list that I'm like, uh, torn between is obviously Todd Field for Tar. And then I don't give a damn about Triangle of Sadness. I don't know who directed it. I don't really care. 
I have yet to see it still. By all accounts, I keep hearing it's the least of the Ruben Awesome movies. Now, Force Majeure, which is the one of his I have seen, is like one of the best movies ever made. It's incredible. Okay. Uh, but I've heard Triangle of Sadness is just is good, but not, hmm. not great. Notably, I mean, there's no women nominated here. There's only one female director who has a film nominated for Best Picture. So it's kind of like, couldn't fucking put Sarah Polly up here. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Again, McDonough makes sense to me. Todd Field obviously makes sense to me. Again, I I hate to you know be the fucking stinker in the room, but like, I'm sorry, the Fablemans was just okay. It was not. It was not life changing for me personally. It does seem like a, a like an industry sort of movie where it's like everybody seems to be like. Oh, well, it's Steven, and it's a personal story, and blah, 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 and it's like, it's more an acknowledgement of him Yeah, but we did this with Schindler's List. Like, you did this already. That's what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, does he need another one? And regardless, he's not going to win. Like, he's not going to win from this field. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you. It's um, between, it, to me, it's between Daniels and, and Todd Field. Me too, and that's why I'm torn. I'm I torn as well, and I'm literally I, I would love for either one. Yeah, I'm, yeah. If we're going to have one of those where it's like you could go either or, we'll pick one. Can again, one, if either one of those goes, I, I feel like we, we can Martin count McDonough, a director who I like quite a bit and who I've had varying feelings. Like, I like Three Billboards, but there's aspects of it where I was kind of like, yeah, but I, I don't know if that was your like my favorite thing you've ever done. Mm-hmm. And Banshees is very much, I'm like, this is everything I like about what he does you know, distilled perfectly. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, I like, I'm glad he's nominated with there too, but, uh, yeah, well, it's going to be interesting, but yeah, I think it's between the two we mentioned. Yeah. All right. The big gun. And then we can wrap it up. Our 10 nominees for best picture are say it one more time. Cause I'm not going to fucking do it. All quiet on the Western front. Avatar. The way. Water. Let's say this one together, brother. The Banshees of Sheeran. You can go ahead with this one. Well, mama's. Mama, did I mention this? Not only, not only am I for, for the best actor, Mama. Mama, we're nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> I tell you, Mama, I tell you, we're nominated for Best Picture. Elvis. Elvis is nominated. Everything, everywhere, all at once. La Fabamans. And a Fableman. Yeah, it's a Fableman. It's a Fableman. It's a, it's a lovely story about a little kid named Steven. Learning all about Little movies. Stevie Spielberg. Little Stevie Spielberg learns all about movies. From John Ford. Lydia Tar. You cannot start without me. Tar. You, you want to do it? You want to do it in unison? Yeah, let's do it in unison. One. Two, three. Top Gun, Gun Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> Triangle of sadness. And once again, Women I've been talking. waiting to. <laughs> Women talking. I've I've yet Women to do the joke to us. Yeah, talking about. It should have been called the Bechtel test. <laughs> again, I. I just like Brendan Riley's worst. That I would love the quote, like the, the the blurb on the poster to be Brendan Riley's worst nightmare. Brendan Riley presents uh, the his quote worst is, nightmare. The quote is from me, but it's <laughs> but that's the quote as if it's a poor quote. Brendan just Riley's worst nightmare. <laughs> women talking. 
uh, I mean, I got to say, I'm not, again, I haven't seen Triangle of Sadness. I haven't seen All Quiet. I have yet to catch women talking. It's still a $20 rental, uh, unfortunately. But, uh. <sighs> gotta make a decision, gotta make a decision. Oh, I feel pretty comfortable with my pick here. Uh, considering how everything has gone. I feel, I feel pretty comfortable. But that's also not always a great space to be in. But it's it's been the favorite for quite a while. Usually that's not a good sign. Usually that you don't want it to be tipped too early. Which is what? What's the favorite? Everything Everywhere All at Once has yeah, been, has been the favorite for a while. There was this energy that it was going to be the Fablemans. Like right before the Fablemans dropped. And I'm like, who is even considering that in the top five at this point? I hope nobody. But like, again, oh God, notably, notably, again, Spielberg is nominated. So it's like, I guess Fablemans is in the top five, possibly. But, you know, I don't know. It, but as much as I obviously, I want to see every everything everywhere all at once take it. Would I be just as happy if, like, the fucking, the Academy, like, does something interesting and like hey let's let's give it to the fucking movie that saved movies like yeah and and it, and it would be kind of badass if like maverick the whole night like maverick does nothing no technicals mm-hmm. no nothing and then it's just like last minute he's on stage because he's a fucking producer and he's just like thanks guys have a great night <laughs> Dead Reckoning in theaters later this year. Thanks, yeah. guys. Many I jumped like, off a fucking he rocket mountain. packs. I fucking jumped off a mountain yeah. seven times for you people. Yes. So remember I'm ju- that. I'm mm. just saying, like that would be like a wild twist yeah. that I wouldn't even be mad about, kind yeah, of thing. I you know agree. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, truly, the only thing I would be upset with, like all all of a sudden coming in, is if all of a sudden people go with the stale. Boring fucking choice of the Fablemans. I told you. I just we gotta get over this this Spielberg bias. I get like the it's guy not Spielberg. Get... It's 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 themselves. They fuck. They love themselves so much. They picked La La Land over fucking Moonlight. But they did. They did. That's what I'm saying. They didn't. But they the people who read it out who love themselves and love Hollywood. <laughs> they fucking read La La Land. But the people who were actually like picking it said, "No, no, no! It's Moonlight," yeah. and think, and it was one of my favorite moments of all time because I love it when I people get come up like instant karma, instant come up. Yeah. It's La La Land, what not it, that great of a movie. What's the over under on a uh, a slap esque event? What I said. What's the over under on a slap esque event happening during this broadcast? And if it happens, who do you think it'll be, and what do you want to see? I want to see what random event from a involving a nominee that will be the zeitgeisty moment of this award show. Because you know, I feel like the ratings might be up a little bit this year. A because like people that there are movies that people have actually seen are nominated, uh-huh. but also because there is going to be that pe- that thing in the back of everybody's head where it's like, who's hosting? Crazy shit might happen. I think it's Kimmel. I think it's Kimmel. Kimmel? Yeah. Kimmel, remember, Kimmel, Chris, Chris Rock was not hosting. No, no. I'm just, he was just presenting that award. But who was hosting that night? Kimmel, I think. He coasted all the time? Huh? 
Because he's hosted. Or no, who was? I don't remember. I wasn't watching that broadcast. Yeah, I turned it on, saw that, and was like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's Kimmel for this one. I don't know, man. I think the only, the moment I, okay, here's the thing. This is the moment I want. Just because. I don't want it, but like this would be the, the like an, a slap-esque event would be somebody else other than Brendan Fraser wins and he flips the fucking table and walks out and is done with movies for the rest of his life. Like that's the Oscar <laughs> moment right there. You know what I mean? Like that, he's been the, he's been kind, cuddly, and nice, empathetic. So, you know, everybody I fucking fat everybody loves Brendan Fraser and yeah, he just like that that would be it. The is turn. if he, if you suddenly realize like it was all for show. Right. But then actually <laughs> it's, all it's, a, it's it's a I'm not there like thing where it's like, oh, his entire career he's been this I'm dude. still here. I'm still here, I'm not there, yes. whatever. You were never really there. Um <laughs> That's deja vu. Weird. Anyway, but yeah, that's the whole bit is like he's flipping out, it's like, Oh, this is the real Brendan, the one no one ever sees. Why? You know, he's been trying to make it in Hollywood for years and finally he gets the approval of his peers, but it gets cut down right at the end. <laughs> what does he do? He fucking loses it. Because I honestly think that is exactly what happened at the Oscars last year. Some people, no matter what, can just not, they, they self-sabotage and they can't be happy. You, it, it was like, pulp, it was palpitating in the air. People knew, hey man, King Richard. Oh, he was moments. I mean, we're you talking were literally. He was like a half hour, forty five minutes away from yeah. like everything being. Fine. And instead of going into the bathroom and throwing some water in your face, maybe throwing up, what do you do? You get up and slap your friend, or what going back, or going backstage and like, if you really want to lay hands on, I'm, I'm not. Again, right. we already debated this whole yeah. thing. Shouldn't have happened in the first place. But again, to the complete lack of presence of mind to just like they're broadcasting the shit, dude. There's a lot of cameras here. You know, this shit goes out on television. Correct. Also, but also, what if he's like, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna lay my sword down. You guys, you need your ratings up. I'm gonna do you a favor. Watch this, and that's it. I okay. guarantee you, we this Oscars cast this year will have more views than last year. People tuning well, in just to see. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All thanks to Will Smith. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna write him a big check. Probably not. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't, well, okay. 10 years he's not allowed to come back. I would love it if they had a shot of him just kind of. We are now. Kimmel, Kimmel just cuts to the uh, the outside. He's just kind of standing outside the theater looking oh, around. Oh, wait. See if he can get right. back in. We're keeping. Yeah, no, you keep yours. Balance. I'll keep mine. That's right. We can see that everything has been, you can see through here, can't you? Everything has been filled. You can show me the back of yours. We filled out everything. Yes. Yes. So we will keep these separate. Okay. We don't. I don't think we explained how we're doing this. Over, we just said we had ballots. So now no one are going to keep our perspective ballots with ourselves. The other, since we didn't write it down like we always do, we don't know who's picked what. Yes, and when we reconvene post Oscars, yeah. we will reveal them to each other in real time, and we'll find out who won. Right. Because <clears throat> normally, we no, already we, knew what we picked going in. Right. So we know on the night who, who mm. won or lost. Right. But yeah, but we tried to stray away from that. Now, yes. obviously, there was some ones where, like, yeah, duh. So hopefully, this was a more fun-ish way to do it. Yeah. And again, we've we've. If you want to hear what we thought about some of these movies more in depth, go back to our year-end list where we covered a lot of these. Now, what uh, are we doing for the Razzies? <laughs> Jack shit. Fuck the Razzies, dude. 
they tried to nominate like a little girl or something this year and people were like come on guys and they were like hey sorry we fucked up what movie was it i'm trying to think uh She's, I think, yeah, I don't think, I know what you're talking about. She's like a nice, sweet little girl, like nothing wrong. Yeah, it was like a horror film. Oh, it was the girl from Firestarter. Yeah, the fuck little the girl Razzies. from Firestarter. They try to be like worst actress of the year, and it's like, dude, that's a kid. You like, hey, you guys suck to begin with, but like, you can't do that shit. That's just mean, dude. You can't do that to a little kid. If anything, you you make it Efron. Sure, but st- again, yeah, I'm just not like a child. It's like people already like think you guys are complete trash, but it's just like that was a new low, and people and they rescinded it. They were like, yeah, that was in really poor taste. They're like, your whole fucking thing is in poor taste, dude. Just fucking, just end it. Yeah, who needs it? Okay, are we done? Mm-hmm. All right. The predictions have been set. The Oscars airs. As this ballot is reminding me, it's live Sunday, March 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on ABC. And presumably, like, Hulu the next day? Probably. (laughs) I assume. Maybe you'll be able to stream it on Hulu as it's happening. I think you can. If you have a live TV thing, you can. Yes, obviously that you'll be able to do, which is ridiculously expensive and stupid. Mm -hmm. But, uh... That is an option. It's basically like paying for cable. Okay. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. And uh, we'll talk to you very soon with a episode I'm pretty excited to record, which we're about to do very, very soon. Thank you for joining us for the Archive Podcast. I have been Noah. And I have been Gavin. And we've been the Blanchard Brothers. And Mama, thanks for listening. Good luck, Fablemans. We'll... Uh, we'll... We'll see you in the pictures. That's terrible. I don't know why I said that. That's the dumbest thing I could have said. Hey, we didn't talk about one thing, though. I do appreciate it. Have you watched Causeway? Did you see Brian Tyler Henry? I don't have Apple TV Plus. Yeah. I wasn't a big... Well, I I watched... A little bit I watched, I really enjoyed of him. And I fell asleep. And I'm just kind of eh on J-Lo, Jennifer Lawrence... I could see why she didn't get nominated. You just, you just couldn't let the king have the last word, huh? The king was gonna wrap it up, mess this one, baby. I'm gonna leave the building, leave the pod. I can't understand a fucking thing he said. Thank you.